0: Welcome to Closer to Christ, the sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and the Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. You can learn more about our ministries at stpaulmuskego.org. And now for this week's message. So, what are you hoping for in 2024? You know, I was going to send out an email asking everybody one word of, of what you were hoping for in 2024, but I realized I don't have to ask people anymore because artificial intelligence has all the answers. So I just went on ChatGPT and asked what's one word that summarizes what people are hoping for, and this is chat GPT's answer. So... Is your word up there? The one word that you're saying, that's what I'm hoping for in 2024. A couple words that aren't there. You know, if you look back at 2023 and you go, man, this wasn't a very good year. Maybe the one word that you are hoping for in 2024 is change. Let it be different than last year. Or if this past year has been a pretty good year for you, maybe your slogan is more for 24. What are you hoping for in the new year? Simeon, in our gospel lesson, sings what we call the song of Simeon, where he looks to the future And he shares what he was hoping for. And his focus is on the sovereign Lord. uh, the, The master in heaven and he is but a servant. Let's listen to that song of Simeon again. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for the, in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. What did Simeon hope for in 24? I just want to be dismissed in peace. Why? Well, his eyes had seen it all. He had had the chance to see God's salvation in a new way. He had been able to, to hold the baby Jesus, uh, the, the God who would die on the cross for him. He he saw Jesus in a new way. He could could see that this child was was the glory of God's people. That the whole Old Testament led up to this child that he was holding in his arms. What more could he want? You know, it's not just the promises, you know, yes, yes. The seed of the woman who would crush Satan's head. The the star that rises out of Jacob. The the Davidic king who would reign on David's throne forever. The Emmanuel, God with us born of a virgin. Yes, certainly the Old Testament had these these prophecies about the Savior. But really the whole Old Testament culminated in this child. You know, as you read the Old Testament, you go, Why? There's an awful lot of history. Why is all of this history here? It was all because God had made a promise that this child would be born of Abraham's descendants. And and so this history shows how God preserved that nation so that the promise could be fulfilled. Preserve that nation when they were being attacked from the outside by enemies. Preserve that nation when they were being attacked on the inside by their own sinful nature and calling them to repentance. The whole Old Testament was all about getting ready for this child. And he got to see God's salvation in a new way. The glory of God's people was right there in his arms. And he could see that, that God's plan of salvation was entering a new phase. That this child would be the light of For revelation to the Gentiles, uh, uh, the light of of revelation to to the nations around Israel. You know, in the Old Testament, God had certainly wanted all people to be saved. You see that especially in the Psalms over and over again. Proclaim among the nations what our God has done. You know, let God's glory be known to the world. That was in Solomon's blessing as well. But in the Old Testament, God's saving work was was focused primarily on the nation of Israel. Preserving that nation so that the the child could be born. A couple of days ago in my daily Bible reading, I read again Revelation 20 where it says that that Satan was bound so that he could not deceive the nations for a thousand years. The thousand years of this, this whole New Testament time period. From from Jesus' first coming to, to the day that he comes back. A thousand years, a symbolic, perfect number. Satan is bound, how? Because before Jesus came... Basically, Satan could deceive the nations. But, but once this child was born, the, the nations, the Gentiles, suddenly saw the light of salvation. The gospel burst forth from the promised land to the ends of the earth. And most of us are not of Jewish background, most of us are Gentile background. We are beneficiaries of that fact. Simeon could see oh, this is salvation. Personify. This is the glory of God's people. This is the culmination of the whole Old Testament. And now God's plan of salvation is entering this new stage when, when nations all over the world are going to come to faith in this child that I'm holding. And he just goes, what more could I want to see, right? I've seen it all. I'm ready to depart in peace. That's what Simeon was hoping for. You know, as I thought about Simeon, I thought, I like him as a role model for myself. That what Simeon was hoping for, that's what I want to hope for in 2024. I want to have Eyes that see God's salvation in a new way. You know, not that I get to hold the baby Jesus, but, but Lord, give me eyes to see your salvation in a new way in 2024. You know, a number of years ago, I was doing a ride-along with a, a police officer who was an atheist, and I mentioned that I, was read, I read the Bible every year. And he goes, why are you read the Bible all, all the time? Why are you reading it every year? And I just said, well, I always find something new. That's my prayer. Lord, as I read the Bible anew this year, open my eyes to see something new about your salvation. New ways that all those things that chat GPT said, what, what we're hoping for in 2024, all those things ultimately are found in Jesus. Love and relationship and peace and justice and hope. Help me see new ways that that your word is tied together and all of the promises that you gave to Moses were fulfilled and all the promises you gave to Simeon were fulfilled and all the promises you give to me have been fulfilled. Help me see your salvation in a new way. But not just for me. In, In this new year, there are there are going to be all kinds of people who come into my area of influence. Some of them have been in my area of influence. They're family members and friends that I've had for years. There will be new people. There will be new issues that come up in people's lives. Lord, help me have the eyes to see your salvation in a new way this year so that I can understand your your word, your promises, and how they apply to the people around me. And then Lord, Glorify me. Which sounds kind of selfish, but see, not that I'm glorified, but Lord, let your glory be shown through me, because I want to remind you of something. Just like Jesus was the, the culmination of the whole Old Testament, He was the glory of God's people Israel. You and I are God's glory. Before the creation of the world, God said, I'm going to choose my son to be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. What else did God choose to do before the beginning of the world? He chose you and me. We heard it in the epistle lesson, right? As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Before the creation of the world, God chose us as his children Just before what we heard in in the absolution that Pastor Bonach read, you know, that we're justified in Christ. Just before that in Romans 8, the Apostle Paul explains, you know, that, that God foreknew us. He knew us personally before the creation of the world. He predestined us. He decided in advance, you are going to be my sons and my daughters. Those he predestined, he also called. The whole world has been structured in a way that you and I have heard the gospel. Those he called, he also justified. The Holy Spirit that worked the miracle of the virgin birth has worked the miracle of faith in our hearts so that we can claim I am God's forgiven child through Christ. And those he justified, he also glorified. You see, God's plan is that we be a reflection of his glory, certainly in heaven, but right now too. That's what we prayed for right at the end of the the confession of sins. Lord, work in me so that I might reflect Christ's image. So what does that mean? Lord, let your glory be seen in me. That's what the epistle lesson was all about. In Colossians chapter 3, he reminds us who we are. God's chosen people, holy, dearly loved, and then he says, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if anyone has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity." Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In 1 Corinthians, Paul summarizes it by saying, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Lord, what I'm hoping for in 2024 is that, that you, your Holy Spirit works powerfully enough in me. That your glory is revealed through me. That, that people can see your power at work in me. Lord, give me the strength day by day to put to death that sinful nature within me so that more and more I reflect your patience, your kindness, your love, that I might be the light of revelation. Maybe not to the ends of the world, but to the people that are in my area of influence. Let people know Jesus through me. and when you've used me to reach the last person that you want me to interact with, when my purpose here on earth is done, then let me depart in peace. Now you might say, you look like Simeon, you're an old man. How old was Simeon? When he held the baby Jesus, I think he was older than six years old, like one of the people said last night. I don't think he was 600, but we don't know how old he was. Anna was an old woman, that's mentioned, but we're not told how old Simeon is. You know, when we studied this at the ministerial team meeting, it just happened to be Mike Wessendorf's 50th birthday, and we said, well, he's an old man, he must be 50 years old. Maybe, maybe. We don't know how old Simeon was when he held the baby Jesus. The age is not the key. Some of us who are aged will not make it through 2024. But some of us who are younger will not make us through 20, make it through 2024 either. But let all of us, no matter what our age, join with Simeon and say, Lord, let me see your salvation in a new way? Let me be a source of your glory to the world around me. And when you have used me to fulfill your purpose in this world, old or young, then let me be dismissed in peace. Because I know you're the God who keeps promises. Isn't it interesting that Solomon, as he blesses God's people, reminds them the Lord has kept all of his promises to Moses? Simeon, in our gospel lesson, reminds us. You know, Simeon said, "Oh Lord, you kept my, your promise to me. Uh, isn't that true of us too? Jesus has said... I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and, be, and believes in me will never die. To depart is be with Christ, is to be with Christ and is better by far. So, Lord, when your purpose for me here on earth is done, I can depart in peace. Everything's going to be All, all right. Because, Lord, you're a God who keeps his promises. And I know I'm going to live with you, and that's going to be better. So that's what I'm hoping for in 2024. New eyes. To see new things about God's salvation. And I invite you to come along with me. You know, if you're not receiving my daily devotional emails, just put a note on the card, you know, Contact us uh, online if you're watching online. Just, you know, go to the, our website and just contact us. You know, just let, let me know and we'll add you. Come along with me. Let's, let's read God's word again. And say, Lord, give me new eyes to see new things in your word. Help me to, to see... the. the The hopes and fears of the people around me so that as I read your word, I I see Jesus is the answer to those hopes and fears. Help me to see your salvation in a new way. Then Lord, work powerfully in me so that your glory is revealed in me. And then I just hope for a dismissal when you know the time is right. New eyes, God's glory, dismissed in peace. That's what I'm hoping for in 2024. How about you? Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. You who work so powerfully and the Virgin Mary, that that this miracle happened, that God became flesh, that a virgin was with child and gave birth to Emmanuel. Come, Holy Spirit, into my heart, into the hearts of my dear friends here and those online. Come, Holy Spirit, and give us eyes to see your salvation in a new way. Come, Holy Spirit, and work powerfully in each of our lives. Help us daily to make decisions that reflect our love for you and our love for others so that people see your glory through us as part of your eternal plan. And then, Lord, send me your Holy Spirit so that in the high points of life and in the desperately difficult times of life, Everything is okay. I'm at peace. And when the time is right that you can call me home. That sense of contentment is is a miracle that only you, Holy Spirit, can work. And so I ask that miracle in each one of our hearts. All of this is possible for us to ask of you because of God's Son who died for us and rose again. And it's in his name that we pray. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Closer to Christ sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and The Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. Closer to Christ podcasts are from our current sermon series and are released every Monday morning. For live stream services and other ministry information, please visit us online at SaintPaulMuskego.org.